Hello, and welcome to our podcast, What Makes Them Tip? Innovations that change everything, where we hear from business leaders and entrepreneurs about the moment, insight, or inspiration that made everything possible, and ultimately push them over the tipping point. I'm Mike Strada, founder and CEO of Arcalea, where we inspire business change by introducing data science, formal analytics, and provide implementation for marketing. Moneyball for growth-oriented businesses, we say success is now a science. Stay with us, and at the end of the show, we'll share how you can be the next guest on one of the fastest-growing podcasts in the industry. And with that, let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of What Makes Them Tip, Entrepreneurial Innovations That Changed Everything. I'm your host, Timmy Bauer, and my guest today is Chris Dreyer. Chris, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Awesome. You are the CEO of Rankings.io. Yes? I didn't yeah, ask correct. You if you're the CEO or the founder or both. Yeah, CEO and founder. <laughs> Great. You're the CEO and founder of Rankings.io, which is an SEO agency for personal injury law firms. And uh, we are going to be getting into this episode, the origin story of that company, and of course, keying in on what tipped your company towards success. So before we get too far into it, why don't you give the listeners a little bit of information about you and about the origin story of your company? Sure. Yeah. Like, uh, and I don't know how long you want want me to go here, but uh, I've been doing digital marketing for about 14, 15 years. Started like two years old. Yeah. <laughs> Always had an entrepreneurial passion, was doing the lemonade stand, <laughs> uh, looked at the paper out. Yeah. So I basically, I went to college and I didn't know what I was going to do. My parents kind of sent me off. They're like, hey, go to college and get a, get a career, you know? And okay. okay. What'd you study? I went there. I originally was studying just business uh-huh. and I eventually was, was honestly partying a little bit too much and not focusing on everything like I should, because it just wasn't a passion. And I didn't know like my trajectory. And after a few years, I was like, I've, I've got to get a, I've got to get a job. I've, I've got to graduate. I've got to get a job. I can't keep spending my parents' money. They're paying mm-hmm. for it. And signed ended up with a history education degree. Okay. I, I got a job at a local high school as their detention room teacher. And I was their JV basketball coach in Basically, the detention room job was the same salary as a teacher, but it was on track, that educational track. So if I did that for a few years and I, in third year, I was a first year teacher, I would be three years in the education system. Got it. And I had, I had to come in. It was such a grind at 6 a.m. before school, this detention room. And then I had after school detention and then I was a coach. So basically I was at the high school all day. And at the end of my first year, I typed in how to make money online. And I found Ed Dale's class to make your first $10 with digital marketing. And it really set me into the affiliate marketing path. And by the end of my second year teaching, I was making substantially more doing affiliate marketing than I was teaching. So I, I did everything my parents didn't want me to do. (laughs) I quit teaching with a lot of resistance and moved to Florida and started doing in Florida. I did at the time. I'm, I'm okay. near St. Louis now. I'm in now. Florida now. Nice, nice. So 
I, I ended up with about a hundred sites. I was not very focused. I had all kinds of Amazon sites, but I was doing really well. I was making about 15K a month. And that first penguin algorithm came around and just so happens. What's funny is it nuked my income from about 15K down to about 2K because I was building my backlinks with whoever's watching with a lot of easy articles and a lot of spammy links. And I said, oh, okay. I got to get a job. And I got a job for a digital marketing agency in Clayton, Missouri, rose to their top to be their top guy and just decided that, hey, I can do this myself. And then that's when I launched attorneyrankings.org okay. in 2013. Got it. Why attorneys? I knew the space and I'm, I'm really competitive by nature in everything I've done. I was a top poker player in the world. I was a top collectible card game player in the world. I was a, the best captain of our every sport which, that which I played. Which collectible card game? That's really funny. Legend of the Legends of the Five Rings, and then oh, I don't play that. I play yeah. Magic the Gathering. <laughs> yeah, so giant nerd, and did really really well playing poker too. Kind of when that boom hit with full tilt poker, and always tried to play at the top level. And I knew that there was a ton of competition for attorneys, and with competition and demands expertise. So I knew there would be a lot of opportunity. I also knew that it was one of those professions that had been around for many, many years. So there was a little bit of security in regards to niching. And that's ultimately why I chose to work with in the legal profession. Is it pretty competitive to do SEO for, uh, for that space? Most people would immediately say yes. And I'm going to be a little bit different. If it's criminal defense law, family law, trademark, bankruptcy, that's like playing in the minor leagues or lower. Uh And the NBA is really mass torts and personal injury marketing. And that's kind of, that's what we're doing now. And that's where a lot of the competition is. Got it. Interesting. Okay. Um, What are some of the unique ways that you approach, that your company approaches the market? The biggest thing that that we do is a a very thorough strategic analysis. And I know that sounds, you've heard people do audits, but ours is really in depth. It's a lot of data components. It's feeding data from SimRush, AHREFs, all into Google Data Studio, multiple data points to really set strategic targets and also really focusing on case acquisition numbers and and return on investment as opposed to just goal conversions, calls, and things like that, which are really common to be reported on. So basically, once you, the biggest thing that I, I wouldn't say it was tipping point, and we can get into that. Yeah. My biggest findings was once I truly understood the value that we provided, then I could price accordingly. Once Mm -hmm. I understood how much I was worth to them, yeah. Then I understood how much I could charge. Did you, were you coming in too too low priced at first? Yeah, and I think that many coaches you'll hear is you got to raise your prices, you got to raise your prices, and I don't always think that that's the best piece of advice because uh-huh. when you start off, you don't have a lot of trust. Every sales conversation is a negotiation of trust. And that's yeah. why individuals love referrals because they bring with them trust. So in the beginning, you need to lower your barrier of entry as low as possible to still make money to acquire the client. Month-to-month contracts, low fees, 
and get your reputation built up with case studies, testimonials, and things like that before moving upstream to try to acquire yeah. those bigger clients. Some would argue that that's kind of been my approach. What what year did you start rankings.io? That's 2013. And what were some big innovations that the company has done has made since then? The biggest thing that set us apart from our competition is the realization of, and I'm holding up a, an iPhone for anybody that's watching, that every business is on the same street. It's not a situation anymore where, you know, location, location, location. You used to hear that in the past and you could have a business and you would get business just because you were in that territory. And, and those individuals that were there knew about you and that was it. Now everyone knows all of the options due to the iPhone. Yeah. So the biggest thing was understanding that and really focusing on a unique selling proposition and how we would differentiate in the market, knowing that everyone, that all of the options were in the palm of their hand. Yeah. How, how, how did you differentiate yourself? Yeah, that's a good question. And my core competency is in SEO. So in through the Malcolm Gladwell talks about 10,000 hours before you have, you are an expert in something. I had many thousand, you know, well over 10,000 of hours in SEO. Mm -hmm. And at the beginning we were doing pay-per-click design SEO. And I, I looked at the PL, I looked at our results and the data just found we weren't super profitable in those areas. So I made a strategic decision to just do SEO. That was one tipping point. Yeah. What most people think they have to offer more services and they have to, they have to expand their market cap and go after all attorneys, but due to competition in the mobile device, there's just so much saturation that there's plenty of opportunity in, in sub niches of a general area. So for, for to give you an example, if anyone's listening, listening in home services, home services isn't self. You don't self-identify as being a home service individual. You self-identify as being an electrician, a plumber. You know those yeah. those areas below it. So we we did that. We had major success. We developed some pay-per-click partners that didn't offer SEO, and got that reciprocity going where we would send them leads they could reciprocate. Nice. The true tipping point for us was when we took it a step further. We looked at the data again. I was listening to a Seth Godin episode when he was talking about purple cow and being remarkable and being remarkable is just focusing on the smallest group that you can help. And ours was personal injury. And we always knew that. And that comes from my inner values of being really competitive and I, I looked at the data and 70% of our revenue was left was from less than 40% of our clientele. And that was personal injury law firms. Mm. In 2018, we switched to focus purely on personal injury SEO. And that's where we experienced just major growth from there. Yeah. Love it. Would that, was that, would you say, so that was the biggest tipping point for you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What have been some others, some other moments where you felt like you were beating your head against the wall and then made a change and it was a tip towards success? Yeah, good question. The biggest thing when anybody starts a business is, is you need to focus on lead generation and sales. You've heard the saying sales kills, cures all. Well, it really does because with more revenue, you can hire operational people 
specialists and technicians to assist. Yeah. One of the, we, we made a strategic decision to be very intentional in our referral nurturing. Most individuals just think of referrals by happenstance and they just, uh, they come feast or famine, but we are very intentional about building relationships. We read, I read the ultimate sales machine by Ch- Chet Holmes and he talks about his dream 100 clientele. And I knew that we didn't have the social proof and the trust and the case studies to go directly to those top 100. But what I did understand was why I could take that concept and create my dream 100 referral partners. Who are the people in the same space or can also help my end customer that I could potentially partner with? And they're basically my commission only outside sales reps that they're all doing marketing. And that's what I did. And that really accelerated. That was a tipping point from about zero to 250,000 a month. Um, That's all we did was just really focus on referrals. Love it. Yeah, Chris, that's awesome. (laughs) I love that. Um, what, what, What are some insights that you hope that listeners will get out of hearing your story? The biggest insight I would say is the niche down. People are thinking way too broad when everyone has a mobile device. And if you think of lemonade stands, imagine if all the lemonade stands were on the same street, which is your business, by the way, how are you going to be different? Is your lemonade stand going to sell frozen lemonade? Is it going to deliver it right to the car window? Is it going to be green and not yellow? There's all these different ways you can differentiate. And that's just critical if you want to have a lasting impact in a market. I love it. Chris, uh, how can listeners connect with you? The best way to find me on social, I'm most active on LinkedIn. So just go there, add me, Chris Dreyer. And then if you want to check out our website, it's rankings.io. Awesome. Thanks for being on this show. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to our show, What Makes Them Tip? Innovations that changed everything. If you're an entrepreneurial leader and you'd like to share the inspiration that changed everything in your business or venture, please visit arcalea.com slash guest and a small request. If you've liked this interview, please help us out by sharing this episode with a friend or on social with the hashtag Arcalea. You can also help us out right now by providing a review in your podcast player and a thumbs up or rating review would help a ton. We promise to read every word and it helps us improve a little bit each day. And while you're at it, please also subscribe because every week you're going to be inspired and learn from other leaders in bite-sized increments. Again, my name is Mike Strada. Let's connect either on social or stay up to date on all things business at arcalea.com. Thanks again for listening and thank you for being part of the over 99% of America's firms that make up the entrepreneurial community. Until next time.